This is the Red on Red podcast on redfm.ie. This week on the podcast, we're talking with promoter and event producer Cormac Daly.
The Altered Hours with On My Tongue, taken from their EP of the same name, and Fixity with Hungry Clouds. This is Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast, dropping every Wednesday via redfm.ie. My name is Mike McGrath-Brien, and for the next hour, we're chatting with Cosmonaut music promoter, Signal Collective member, event producer, Cormac Daly. Cormac, how's it going, boy? Mike, how's it going? How are you? I'm grand now, but I don't know, can the same be said for you, because you're heading right into... Summer season, you know, you take a small mm-hmm. break then, and then you're heading straight into Townlands Carnival Festival. You've got a lot of gigs coming up throughout mm-hmm. the summertime and so forth before heading into Indie Cork in the autumn. What are your thoughts now, kind of heading into silly season for festivals and for events? I mean, when you put it like that, uh, yeah, it, it, it seems pretty overwhelming. But uh, yeah, no, it's a good couple of, couple of exciting months on the horizon. So looking forward to it. Uh, like you said, I've got a little break coming up in a, in a couple of days and then I'm back and it's going to be all go for a couple of months and see where I am in uh, three months, see if I'm still still the man I am now and just try and have fun, I guess. Before we get into festivals and the next few months, let's talk a little bit about your background, how you kind of got into it. You're a bit of an anomaly in that you come from... Well, not I'm a- weird. Everyone's weird. That's why we're all doing this. Your background is in economics. You've got a degree in economics from the University of Limerick. Uh, Not necessarily conducive to leading the charge for festivals. I suppose I've always been into music. I mean, I originally started off as a musician. I would have played a lot of music in my kind of like teens and 20s. Played guitar in bands. Played in original bands, cover bands. Was really into Hendrix and Clapton that was that was my thing I was really into like blues rock psychedelic rock uh, went to the UK studied for a year in BIM in Brighton uh, loved it it was a it was a, a great experience and you know it's something I always like kind of have very fond memories of somewhere along the way in my 20s I kind of just decided to take a different direction and uh like you said, uh, ended up doing a degree in uh, economics and politics in the University of Limerick. And that was a brilliant experience. I was kind of, uh, I suppose, trying to make a decision to redirect my life or funnel myself down a, a different avenue or a different direction. And um, kind of like halfway through it, realized like it just wasn't really me. You know, uh, especially like I had, I, I had like um, a great opportunity to go and work for six months for uh, the Department of Finance in Dublin at the height of the economic crisis, like around like 2011, 2012, which is a really, really unique experience, a really, really interesting time to like wander in there as like a young guy in his 20s and just really see like, you know, the building burning down around people and them trying to like hold it together. Uh, and as, as, as much as, you know, I, I learned while I was there and as interesting as it was, I kind of realized I was not the type of guy who was going to put on a suit and tie and go into meetings and, you know, do like spreadsheets and all of that for the rest of my life. It just wasn't a natural fit for me. So I uh, went back to Limerick after that, finished up my degree and uh, was kind of at a loose end kind of towards the uh, the end of my 20s. I was like 28, 29 just finished a degree, had realised that I had no interest in uh, pursuing a career in that line of work and really honestly just kind of moved to Cork on a whim. Like it was more like a little stopgap uh, to get out of a, I suppose, a rut uh, before I figured out what I really wanted to do. 
you know, which is, I guess, something... He's using air quotes here. Air quotes, yeah, yeah. For, the, for those of you listening at home, I'm doing that awful thing. Moved in with a couple of good friends and by, like, absolute, complete and total accident, ended up working in uh, the music industry. So you then moved to Cork and you kind of happen across your involvement in the music scene. Mm. What is it like to be kind of at the end of your 20s, early 30s, etc., with a little bit of a background, etc., in music as a performer, but not so much in the in the facilitation sense. How did that start happening for you? And obviously, you happened into the Cork Community print shop as well. Talk about the importance of the print shop as a catalyst for you and your developing uh, abilities and network of people. Yeah, I mean, like, that's actually... Uh, you kind of hit the nail on the head there. Uh, it was, um, it was my uh, interactions with them, the time that I spent working in the print shop that really kind of shaped where I went uh, with music. Um, one of the songs that I've uh, asked you to include today is a song by a band Terriers. I think I, I was in Cork like maybe a week or two, and went to the print shop and saw them play. In, uh, saw them play there, and uh, it was it was probably the first night out. Literally, probably the first night I went out in Cork and uh, just blew me away just just like their performance was amazing I always have like a real soft spot for that album that they, they were releasing at the time um, the place the, the, the kind of the attitude of the people just like walking into this like wonderful place and being like oh wow this, this like, I didn't realise that there was these cool things going on in, in, in the city like it was, it was it was a fantastic introduction to the I suppose the uh, underground culture in, in Cork if you want to call it that or alternative culture a very good friend of mine uh, Siobhan Brosnan uh, who works with Skirmish and also with Townlands and like a million things uh, she was uh, heavily involved in the print shop and she was just really she was just kind of looking for other events that she could put on and maybe like create a few more revenue streams for the place and asked me if I wanted to help her out with uh, an acoustic night that she was planning uh, to launch, uh, which you know ended up being Second Sundays, that uh, it was probably the, the very first thing I was ever involved with in any sort of like um, organizational capacity, and I had no idea what I was doing, and just kind of like learned on the job, and it was yeah, it was it was a brilliant experience. It was it was it was a lovely introduction in that no one was really watching. Like, we just kind of went in there and just, like, tried stuff out and, you know, made mistakes and got to know each other really well. Like, the the, the very wonderful thing about it was, um, so I started off doing with Siobhan and quickly got to know uh, Cara Kirsch and uh, Lara Kern, who are now two of, like, you know, two of the most important people in my life. Like, Cara is, uh, you know, one of, one of my very, very dear friends and Lara obviously is my girlfriend, who I, like, love very much. So, you know, it was... A really, really important time in my life and a really cool experience. And kind of, the print shop went away, but in, in, like I, I will always consider that to be, uh, I suppose, a really formative experience in my life. It really set me up for the next couple of years. As you mentioned there, the print shop was obviously home to a wide cast of characters, all of whom kind of had their own role in the Cork scene. You've spoken about the importance of Shiv Brosnan, obviously, in terms of electronic music. What a woman. Uh, She's awesome. She is. Kara uh, Kirsch and uh, what a woman. Kern. <laughs> uh, Of course, obviously, print shop being very progressive uh, is very kind of led very strongly by women. But also then you had people like uh, Danny from Art for Blind and obviously, you know, Carol Lapotte. Um, the heart what a guy. soul of the place just the one of the like 
one of the people in this world I respect the most. That's why it's so, so important to support your DIY spaces and to support your DIY gigs. Speaking of DIY gigs, we'll get into you setting up Cosmo Not Music in just a little while, but we'll head to the playlist that you've put together for the day. Let's do it. You were talking about Terriers just a while back and we got Clean My Bones from the Let's Hear It For The Boys album. Just to say, yep. the best song ever ever released by a cork band and uh, you also have speculative fiction with cultures of abundance taken from uh, the deathly words ep mm-hmm. um Beck is obviously very important to cork hip-hop and you've had a lot of Thank interactions you. with him uh, as part of your collaborations with cotton heads collective his new ep just came out a couple of months ago what, what do you make of it oh it's excellent i mean like uh the the one he did with Mankey. Mm-hmm. sure we were giving that one awards before it even came out man like uh we, that that was the winner of the the music prize for indie cork last year um off the strength of its first live performance oh uh, i yeah sean is just another really cool dude tremendous respect for him he's a true artist a true gentleman and uh he like himself and the i think the whole the 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 cutting heads community who i've kind of in, interacted with very directly and then just kind of like the, the wider hip-hop community that I've interacted kind of more indirectly with they just have such a brilliant approach and it really is going back in the community thing you said like there's a lovely kind of collaborate there's an ease of collaboration and, and like a kind of support that I see in the, the hip-hop community in, in Cork and like now especially I see a lot of it in Limerick as well and it's just it's, it's, it's really mind-blowing like it, there's it's such a um, rich culture in Ireland at the moment and it, it's really great to see how, how successful it is and how popular it is and guys like Sean uh, Speculative Fiction are you know to, should be credited for I think the work that they're doing Hip Hop really is one of Ireland's most vital and essential cultural movements at present and speculative and who saw that coming do you know who saw that coming That's it's so cool man it's so cool the way things have worked out it's the beauty of independent music in Ireland man absolutely and we're going to get straight to it this is Speculative Fiction with Cultures of Abundance here on Red on Red The 
spend time on the bare coastline. Raw and untouched, the earth be divine Divides become blurred between this physical and natural environment And these ethereal feelings that I'm feeling inside Always imagined pathetic fallacy As a romantic poetic fantasy But now I let the spirit of the earth carry me When worldly worries try to strangle me Therapeutic sanctuary, she calms me Mother Nature, my one true goddess and savior Your church is sacred, though heretics have left the tainted Your holy waters are polluted by devils and sinners Malicious, villainous individuals been sinning since they figured out to rip the raw materials right out of your interior Now we sit here at the last Packs of blood-sucking vultures who feast on what's left in this carcass of our dying mother
bow But I need you here, I need you here to clean my bones To heal my soul, I know it seems impossible But I need you here, I need you here to clean my bones To heal my soul, I know it seems impossible But I need you here, I need you here to clean my bones To heal my soul, I know it seems impossible But I need you here, I need you here to clean my bones To heal my soul, I know it seems impossible But I need you here, I need you here to clean my bones To heal my soul, I know it seems impossible But I need you here, I need you here to clean my bones To heal my with Clean My Bones here on Red on Red part of the playlist chosen by this week's guest Cormac Daly Hello Now Cormac before we went to music we were talking a little bit about the print shop and the importance of it to you but after the print shop closed like any other venue that closed in the last couple of years it left its own individual dint uh, in the Cork music scene but it also left you without a place to facilitate artists. What effect did the print shop's closure have on you regarding your plans for the Cork scene and what changes did you have to make to what you were doing? First of all, it was very disappointing and very sudden. So uh, particularly the kind of the point that we were at, a lot of work had been invested, a lot of planning had been done in like the kind of immediate months preceding the closure. Uh, and like everyone th- that I was doing stuff down there with, we were all really excited about what was what that what that summer was going to look like. Like that was that was very much where we were. So it was really disappointing when it went away. And like similar to what like you know like you were saying, suddenly I was left without a place to to work and to learn and experiment, and you know it, it made things a lot more difficult. But I suppose in another sense, it kind of prompted me to seek out opportunities, keep doing other things. Like, coincidentally, I had started working um, with an international organization called So Far Sounds, 
and the, the the whole the whole kind of concept with so far sounds is it's all it's all these kind of house gigs and uh, gigs in unusual locations and so I had already started like scouting out places to 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 do gigs and I thought organically that kind of took up that um, that that direction that I had with the the print shop the the second Sundays acoustic gigs we we're doing I kind of just directed that into the um, so far sounds gigs that I started doing and then that was you know again that was a, a really great experience and it kind of got me got me out of my comfort zone really and got me meeting a lot of other people I suppose actually thinking about it that's what led to the next kind of couple of things that I did obviously Cork scene is brimming with talent and there's a lot of different kind of relationships with different scenes in other cities that wouldn't necessarily have had a place to go the print shop was a home to heavy music in particular which now needed another place to be facilitated um, as the town was already lacking in spaces Fred Zeppelin's can only run so much uh, Bradley's had just closed also which kind of created a real chasm for heavier music in the city and this is where you come in with Cosmonaut Music, which kind of specialises in math rock, noise rock, the kind of the, the weirder end of heft. <laughs> sure, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, absolutely. The weirder end of heft. That's what I'm into. Yeah, that, that, that's my thing. That's what I like to listen to. I always tell people, it's like, what, what do you like? Or people ask me, like, what do you like? It's like, I like intelligent, aggressive music. I like stuff that like there's a, there's that kind of like energy and that kind of like primal energy, but at the same time there's enough happening and the music kind of keeps evolving and it kind of it kind of holds your attention. Like when I was when I was in my early twenties, I loved jazz and bebop, and that's kind of naturally what my ear was drawn towards. So, um, so like math rock then just kind of like is something I kind of came to like only in the last couple of years, and it really just ticks a lot of boxes for me, and. I was aware of, say, there had been like a lot of amazing bands that had come up, uh, kind of like in the, the the monster scene and the Cork scene, like Rest and Ten Past Seven. These these guys that were like just these these legendary groups. When I was in my kind of early twenties around the place, and uh, I didn't see a huge amount of that going on in Cork, in kind of the year or two that I'd been here. Um, maybe, like you're saying, there there wasn't really a home for it, and like just very 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 organically. Um, uh, a friend of mine uh, Shane Malone uh, who, who was booking a lot of gigs with Feast up in Galway got onto me and he was like look Cormac uh, a date has fallen through on this tour can you uh, do something can you can you take it on and it was about a month out and uh, I went and checked out the tunes and it was um, uh, two bands uh, from the UK Vasa and Bodyhound and they, they were just they were just incredible and it was, it was exactly what I wanted to be doing uh, so I said, yeah, I'll go for it. And um, I think within within a day or two, I'd kind of like come up with the idea of Cosmonaut and kind of come up with like the branding and gotten the logo made up and announced the gig and all this kind of stuff. And it all, it, it, you know, sometimes, um, sometimes pressure uh, is, is a brilliant, brilliant way to um, sculpt um your 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 creative capacity because all of a sudden you don't have you know the the luxury of like oh maybe I'll do this or I think about that or you know you, you kind of you can become overwhelmed with uh choice and you just have like a deadline in front of you you just need to do something uh sometimes that brings brings out exactly what you need and that's how I came up with Cosmonaut it was just it was uh it was just by necessity I needed a new promotion company I needed a brand really 
just to, to kind of start pushing uh, this gig and wanted to kind of launch something alongside this gig and that, that's how I came up with that and uh, yeah it just kind of went from there I mean like in Ireland it's a pretty small scene I mean like there's, in terms of promoters there's like six or seven guys in the country uh, that are interested in this stuff and we all communicate uh, we're all kind of like uh, constantly sending each other stuff back and forth and trying stuff out and I kind of got to know those couple of guys and uh, since then we've just kind of kept bouncing things off each other and um, it's just gone really well It's it's been cool I mean like there's some really really cool stuff coming down the line in maybe like over the summer I might slow down a little bit and kind of concentrate on some other projects but like definitely October, November, December next year there's some really 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 cool bands that we're bringing over and I, I just I can't wait to can't wait for people to see it the thing that really catches me about Cosmonaut, the thing that stands out to me about Cosmonaut is in a, just a little over a year, Cosmonaut has done something that maybe is fairly rare among promoters in Cork, and that was develop a strong brand as a standalone thing. Normally, people will go to shows and the promoter's name is attached. This is a handy way of, of organizing what somebody's doing mm. you know, on their own personal schedule. But with Cosmonaut, uh, people know and identify you as Cosmonaut Music, they see the Cosmonaut logo on a Facebook post or they see it on a, on, a, on a poster and they identify that with quality. They identify that with, with, with something new and something that's intriguing. What's your secret? How did you manage to kind of foster all of the goodwill that's kind of come along your way recently and turn it into something of a foundation for what Cosmonaut is growing into? I honestly don't know. I mean, like, it's not something I set out to do. All I really wanted to do was just put on gigs that I wanted to go to. And in order to make that sustainable, I ended up doing a lot of collaboration with people and engineering on a lot of other people's gigs. And I suppose like the, the thing that maybe is a bit different about Cosmonaut as a as a brand or a promoter is that like what at this point, you know, a quarter of my activity is uh the gigs that I'm putting on. And then the majority of the time I'm kind of either collaborating with people like Emma and Jamie or I'm, I'm like engineering gigs like kind of always kind of pushed Cosmonaut as I'm doing that as well and I guess that's kind of given me a bit more visibility and people do see see it out there a bit more and it's cool yeah I mean like kind of take it with a pinch of salt like uh, like you're saying like there's been a lot of goodwill directed towards me lately and that's awesome uh, but it's definitely not why I do it Speaking of extracurricular activities, you talk an awful lot of your involvement with other promoters in town and other things. We'll get into that in a little bit more detail uh, regarding Signal and other bits and pieces a little later on. But one of the other projects that you are distinctly attached to uh, inside of the poor relation is the monthly undercurrent base night uh, that yourself and Jonesy run. Uh, obviously, there's not a huge amount of removal between the math rock, post rock, instrumental, oof, and electronica. There's obviously like a huge aesthetic and sonic Venn diagram between the two. How did Undercurrent come your way? The way things went um, in my kind of immediate social circle in my 20s, like the majority of my friends were really heavily involved with the kind of underground electronic music in Ireland. So that was really the, the kind of the focus of my my social circle throughout most of my 20s. Um, so I've always kind of been around it. Um, and I've always enjoyed it. And like, those guys know how to party. Like, 
you there, there, there's there, I've been to some really really cool gigs, really good events, and uh, heard some great music and um, met some great people, and it's just always kind of been a part of my social world. The way I ended up doing these particular gigs, I was doing stuff in the Kino. I was booking a lot of different gigs in there. And again, just like by chance, there was a booking, there was a booking that needed to be filled. I think it was like Halloween or Jazz Weekend like two years ago. And I said, I'd take it on just to kind of keep the place. You know, it was, it, it should be a busy night. So we might as well do something with it kind of a thing. And just booked, got onto my friend Connor Jonesy. And uh, he, he, he provided the sound system. And I, I booked the acts and we just we had a great night. And then the same kind of thing. We did it again that New Year's. That was quite literally one of the best gigs I've ever been involved in. It was just, it was a magical experience. It was just it was so brilliant and it kinda of came together in such a, a, a haphazard fashion, but we kinda of managed to get away with it. And at the end of that, I was standing there with Connor and like you know, he provided the sound system, but he helped out a lot in a lot of different ways. And, you know, he's, he's obviously very, very experienced. He's done a lot of stuff with, like, Rise Up, and he's done, like, a lot of stuff with, like, dub culture. And he's he's heavily involved in that scene for, like, the last 10, 15 years even. But we were just having a chat afterwards after that really great gig on New Year's. It was a really big success. And we are like, let's do something, man. Do you know? He was like, let's let's keep keep this going. Let's do a few more gigs like this. And... That that's that's what we've done. So it's, again, I love collaborating with people. I'm, I'm like a serial collaborator. I just I just kind of uh, I'm a firm believer in uh, teamwork and like people kind of like helping filling each, in each other other's blanks and kind of bringing out the best in each other. And undercurrent is just something really fun that myself and Connor do kind of once a month. And it's it's uh, yeah, it's just kind of it's kind of got legs now, and and we seem to have a bit of a, a regular following. And it's a bit different. I mean, like you know, obviously the Cork is a huge town for like techno and house music. Uh, but like we like jungle and we like drum and bass, <laughs> and uh, you know it's 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 a it's a niche, but it's a really cool one. And it's a lovely crowd, and I just love doing it. It's loads of fun. Again, it's loads of fun. I keep I keep finishing off a lot of stuff by saying it's just loads of fun. <laughs> but that's the way you want to be. Is like you want to be approaching music, whether you're involved in it as a performer or as a promoter, as a means of doing it. It like if it's not fun then maybe you should be considering what you're doing in the first place. So it's not a bad thing at all to just be signing off all yeah, the time with, totally. oh, it's just really fun. I mean, like, if if, uh, if I didn't care about fun, I could just, you know, put the suit and tie back on and go get a job in a bank or something. So, which is, like, totally fine, but, you know, I'm managing to get away with this and I am having fun. But uh, we'll head back to some music there. Uh, speaking of Cosmonaut, this is uh, two artists that you've dealt with uh, in passing over the years. Appenim with Life is a Wounded Stag. Appenim, oh, what, what a great band. Uh, I, I, I was putting together the, the tracks for tonight and Appenim struck me immediately because I was doing sound for them at the weekend for the, the Mammoth Fest. Uh, the Mammoth Fest kind of Battle of the Bands competition. It's really, really great. Pet- Petrified Promotions are putting them on. Like, it's like seven bucks in. You see like six amazing bands. Like, just just go. Just, just go. They're great. Great shows. But I was doing sound for the guys. Their lead guitarist, Killian, was away. He was doing another gig. Uh... I think he was doing something with Ray Darcy or something crazy like that. But anyway, it was just the three lads and uh, they kind of got on with it and they were amazing. They were just grooving and like, I suppose when you take out the lead guitar, you really hear like the strength of the grooves and the rhythm and it was just, it was something I really enjoyed. It stood out to me from the weekend, from everything that I'd seen. So yeah, Appenham are cool. They're great guys and they're a great band. And Arthritis with Disappear, live at Connolly's Alep. Yes, yeah. I was, uh, I was actually at that gig uh, he was supporting with his band supporting um, he was supporting Jeffrey Lewis and uh, you know J- Jeffrey Lewis is fantastic it was an amazing performance and I loved it but like Artie's 
band and what they were doing just really stood out to me it really struck me uh, I think Artie's like a really cool guy and uh, I love his music I, like similar to what I'd say about Spec he's a true artist I'm always uh, really really interested in what he's going to do uh, he can he, he can he's very chameleon like like he just jumps around between all these different things and he's got a new album that like I've heard a lot of and I, I cannot wait for him to put it out because I think it's amazing so actually you need to do that get that out man it's, it's brilliant we'll get straight to it this is Appenim with Life is a Wounded Stag here on Red on Red Yeah. 
disappear into thin air and build a better life there. Still sinking in the stream, love is the water, drowning one another. You're a contradiction. Arthritis would disappear, recorded live in Connolly's of Lep. Part of the playlist chosen by Cormac Daly, who's still with us here in studio. Hey, yeah. Talking about his exploits with Cosmonaut Music and a whole bunch more. But um, the last year or so has obviously been very important to you with Cosmonaut Music, but it's also led to other opportunities. You said it yourself, you're a bit of a serial collaborator. And no project is more rooted in the spirit of collaboration right now in Cork City music than Signal, the monthly night that you run in conjunction with Merrick Indy, Overblown, The Roundy, and a whole host of other people. How did that come together? How did the kind of the relationship between yourself, The Roundy, and Overblown come together? The kind of the collective mindset that pervades in Cork at the minute is very definitely kind of exemplified by the project. How does it work? How did it come together? Uh, all credit to Emma. Like seriously, she is like she, she's uh she's the real driver behind it, and it, it kind of is <clears throat> very much her creative vision. Uh, well, okay, so I knew Jamie because uh, we worked together in, in in Vox Pro, like I guess like a year or two ago, and um, that's how I knew Jamie, and I knew what he was about, and we came obviously similar interests, similar age, similar history in some ways, and uh, we became friends. And we collaborated then on a gig. Myself and Jamie had been talking about kind of starting an overblown night for ages. And we collaborated on a gig or two. And we did a big one for his, uh, his, you know, his website's, I think, third or fourth birthday, like last August or September. And that was great. And, you know, I just, I really like Jamie. We really like working together. Um, and I was kind of aware of Emma and all the cool stuff that she was doing in Cork, but I didn't actually know her personally. And, God, you know, like I don't, I can't remember how, but like some somehow we kind of came across each other and met each other and kind of had like, that you know that kind of like chat. It's like have a coffee and it's like, oh yeah, what do you do? What do you do? Well, cool, sound interesting, and it just very organically we ended up kind of agreeing to do something the three of us. And I suppose the logic behind it was, uh, we saw these bands that 
hadn't even really taken that first step outside their kind of home city yet that we were aware of that we thought were amazing but then there's kind of the risk associated with booking a band that doesn't have a huge following and trying to put them on and that's frustrating for us as promoters because like I think for example say someone like the next signal we have a Razor TV down from Limerick I came across a Razor TV because of my friends in Limerick Uh, they hadn't really any sort of a national profile no real profile in Cork and I think they're amazing. I think they're one of the best bands in the country. And I suppose Signal is a way for the three of us to kind of like pool our skills. Like Jamie, obviously, is very media savvy. He can promote stuff. Emma, uh, she you know she's a great organizer. She's a great promoter. She's the kind of she's a, she's the real creative driver behind that. And I will I will give her the credit there. And then I kind of like I lend uh, my kind of like I suppose my audience. And then I, I kind of like engineer the gig on the night as well to save a couple of bucks there. And uh, yeah, they've got they've gone really well. I mean, like, um, it's hard getting three people's schedules to line up. Uh, so I, I'd love it if we had more opportunities to just get together and bounce stuff off each other. Because when we do, it's great. Um, but we 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 we've been doing it since the start of the year. I'm sorry, no, it was the end of last year actually. November was the first one uh, with Cruiser and Post Punk Podge, and it turned out really really well. I mean, the vibe was really good. The place was full of familiar faces and it just really kind of exemplified that community spirit that mm. we are now becoming so much more familiar with in Cork City after a quiet couple of years. Yeah, like the, 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 it was. It was it was great. And like it's really cool to hear that because I, I don't really remember... I, when I talk to people that are from Cork and they all say like, you know, things were so great and then they, <laughs> they got quiet for a while and there wasn't as much going on and a lot of places closed down. And... Um, a lot of people tell me like things are really good now and they're really interesting and like I, I do credit you know the people that I work with and the, my my friends really like there's a lot of like Emma is brilliant cutting heads guys they're brilliant there's just so uh, there's so many people just like trying stuff out the metal scene in Cork is suddenly like like uh, exploding and uh, yeah. there's like a whole load of new promoters all kind of working in uh, kind of I suppose like heavy music like as a, as a broad term, mm. and uh, no, it's great to see. There's loads on. We're definitely at the point where you know you'd n- you'd you've no reason to be bored sitting at home. Speaking of creating platforms, you know, it's drawn you to wider attention from the local festival scene and even a little further afield. Um, this summer, obviously, you're working with Townlands Carnival and a number of different um, capacities. Um, I don't know how much or how little you can say, but feel free to talk about it here. We can also cut it down. Um, and then heading into this beginning of the new academic year, you then have Indie Cork mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of other things. How did you parlay your work in the community into festival work? And what's it been like kind of establishing that presence for yourself? I mean, like, I'm just a small part of, of those two really great organizations. And that, that's kind of the way I see it. it it's, it's a regular job that I have had for both of them for like the last couple of years now and I suppose people do know, do to some degree kind of know know me as being associated with that and just it's just two gigs that I love that I love doing Indie Cork um, I ended up doing that I think I booked a So Far Sounds gig into the Kino and got chatting to Mick Hannigan and he liked what we were doing and he kind of recommended me for a particular role that they had um, and uh, I've done like I, I I, I worked with them in I suppose like 2016 and again in 2017 and yeah it's a brilliant experience I just I love 
very much the ethos of that festival and the people actually um the first year that we did it uh that sorry the first year that i was with them in 2016 was still in the kino and it was the uh the the technical lead on the festival uh karen Fitzgerald, who's kind of like doing a lot of like just preparing preparing the different films and making sure everything was the everything was up to technical requirements i guess um he, he he commented afterwards, and this is a guy who's like working. This is his full time job for like several years at the stage working with different festivals, and he's like that was his favorite festival that he ever worked on, and the the, the first year I worked with him, and I, I like that that's how good it was, like that's how good the vibe was and the atmosphere was, and um, yeah, it, it it's it's something that I I I definitely am passionate about, and it's it's great to see it in the community, and I, I would recommend to everyone, uh, it's a, it's a. It's a fantastic week. Just go to something, get involved. Um, and Townlands as well. I mean, like, Townlands is... Uh, Townlands is so exciting. It's so cool. Like, it was the first the first year that I worked with them was the first year that I'd ever worked at, like, at a proper summer outdoor festival and all the chaos and madness that goes with that. And, like, for me personally... The, the, that is like, I think my favourite my favourite weekend out of the year the last two years that I did it and again it's just about the people you work with like of, of the directors I've worked with like Sam most directly I've worked with him a lot, a lot over the last couple of years and he, like he's an awesome guy and then kind of the immediate crew that I work with and I I can't really say enough good things about it it's just it's such, such a cool weekend Um, I'm really looking forward to this year I mean like because it's grown like a weed. I mean, mm. it, Townlands Carnival is growing. And you've seen uh, this year's announcements now, Sister Sledge, Left Field. It's a bit of a departure away from a very heavily electronic-influenced festival uh, at the top-line stage while still maintaining uh, a huge variety of electronic music, local music, and so on and so forth. What's it been like to kind of witness on the ground some of the growth that's taken uh, Townlands Carnival upward? Yeah, it's really exciting. Um, they're in their what? I'm with them. I've done two years. So they, I think they're in their, their third or fourth year or something. I don't think I was there for the first year. But like, it's it's very much like it's it's a it's a developing project, and they haven't really. I don't think they they've really kind of decided like on exactly what it is yet. They're they're still trying stuff out and bringing in new ideas, and that's that's a really exciting time to be part of any organization. Um, uh, this year, uh, I I'm. I'm involved with so I suppose like something new that we're trying out out there and like there'll be a lot more about that kind of being announced in the kind of the coming weeks and like again it's a big departure from what has been done before and it's going to be really really cool uh, all I can say is we're going to have some amazing bands some absolutely amazing bands and it's yeah I suppose it's, yeah, again it's in, it's just cool to be a part of it because it's it's not set in stone. They're just trying out ideas. Maybe maybe some things this year work really well and they become a bigger part of it next year. Or maybe next year there's something completely different on the agenda. It's just really exciting. Yeah, we're just really, really enthusiastic about this year. I think it's going to be great. I think it speaks to the overall health of the Cork scene, though. And we've spoken about how things have gotten better. We've spoken about how venues are opening up and that there's just more eclectic music happening. But I think it also speaks to the greater good of the Cork scene that now... Like the Cork and the locality can maintain a festival the size and demographic of an independence festival, the festival the size and demographic of um, Townlands Carnival, and that there's more kind of one dayers and new events that have been boiling under for the last year or so, like Cork Sound Fair, Sound Sound Day, um, the Seshtival Festival, um, 
urban assault, all of these one-dayers and festivals. It's really kind of a testament to the strength of the scene and how it's been kind of organised in the community. But let's get back to the playlist that you put together for us. Um, Defects Major with the Ether. Uh, this is uh, my friend Sean Pardew. This is his. Uh, this was his alias where he staged in Defects Major. Just awesome hip hop man. Sean's Sean's uh, a talented dude. Actually, the first time I saw Sean perform was last year at Talents Carnival. We'd essentially finished up all of our scheduled acts for the night and. Kind of the the command came down the line. Look, kind of find something, keep something going. And uh, I knew a couple of the guys were around from the cutting heads. And look, look, we'll get some people up and um, put some hip hop on. We can kind of pull it together quite quickly, and it'll be you know it'll be a good kind of late night, uh, entertaining show. And I knew Sean was there. I knew he'd done music. I hadn't really listened to a lot of his music, and I was like, Sean, look, we're going to do this, man. Uh, he was working in the um, the, the crew lockup or the, the instrument lockup, and would you like to come down and, and perform? And he just came down, and man, the guy was just so good. And another talented guy in Laurie Shaw. You know, for, for those of you not familiar with the legend of Laurie Shaw, like the most prolific man in Ireland, makes something like eighty albums a year. He, yeah, he's, he's like he accounts for like probably like twenty percent of the Irish music industry at this stage. <laughs> like he's he's just absolutely amazing. Uh, I think I think he made like an album a month for like a year or two. Or something like that. You look at his band camp, and it's just like it's it's Dylan esque in its scope, and uh, also when it's storytelling. And it's yeah, absolutely. Uh, like he is, he's just got a really cool, uh, really cool approach, really genuine, honest style of music. And I just like yeah, I really like what he's doing. But first up, this is Defects Major with the Ether here on Red on Red. To pray every day from my manic Then it came, invading my attic Self-shaming, the blame brought panic Aiming the pain in, I'd almost had it Enslaved, saw my grave in the blackness Almost caved, so I packed up and backed out A blaze face the sun till it blacks out So my shadows don't cast on my path now Grab a glass, fill it up with the blacks out Bite the vibes till it dry, pass out Ride the tides of the night, last hour I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm Past hour, past hour, got surpassed by a crash hour. So I smashed powers like the made out of glass flowers, and the mass powers can't infiltrate my mental temple, educate the gates. Hey. Caustic thoughts, poor drinks, basic, costing more than I contemplated. Tossing all the board in the shores as a raging, more than I can afford. More than I can assure, more than I really thought. All the irony falls short at the morbidly raw, absorbing the cause of it all.
costume if you consume plumes to the rancid Choose who you wanna be, tune in your static Animals are manual, not automatic Murmurs emerge with urgent perversion Determined to blur and deter all the certain Permanent pertinent affirmative versions It's certain and turn up recursion No, I've never been cool Too many forfeits, a lot to be gained From embracing the awkward monopolies reign Cause the predictable sorts is a sword in the side If you misalign your orbit War on the boring and plural is falling I'm all in, all in War on the boring and plural is falling I'm all in, all in there's in no discernible direction Thank the stars for the learned intervention Wanna leave? I yearn for my ascension It turned the burn, turns self-digestion Life lessons lie incandescent Pluck the light, imbibe its essence Pry the sides off this lively vessel Self-dissection, fruitless endeavour Not hoping for the future Not focused on the past Strangle me 
to the floor again Spending afternoons chasing your lips and hands It's worth the weight of the ocean and its depths Shaw with countries here on Red on Red as chosen by Cormac Daly Cormac you've got a busy couple of weeks ahead of you after you get back from Vietnam there's a load of gigs on the horizon and the time approaches for Townlands Carnival um, there's big things on the horizon for that in terms of another announcement coming soon etc what are your thoughts now heading into Townlands Carnival and what else have you got coming up over the next couple of weeks because I know that you've got a, a fairly big calendar of gigs ahead I do a lot of it I can't talk about. But uh, May's going to be busy for me, big time. Going to be doing a lot of stuff with Townlands. Again, this will all be announced in the couple, next couple of days. Stay uh, tuned to Red FM for more information. Boom, boom. Uh, in terms of my own gigs and bookings, when I get back, the first thing I'm doing is uh, Alpha Male Tea Party. A uh, fantastic mass rock band from the UK saw them last year at Arc Tangent and they blew me away they're unreal they're amazing I think you booked them before once upon a time is that correct in a previous life I was a math rock booker also for a certain city centre venue and I brought them along and they were the nicest fiends you could ever imagine cool cool good to know uh, I generally find that with touring bands anyway like I've, I've literally never had a bad experience with a singer musician they're all just really really nice people but uh, yeah Alpha Male Tea Party um uh, I think they're amazing. Their booker, uh, John Nyblock or Niblock, is uh, he's the bassist in Vasa, and so he runs an agency over in the UK, Black Sheep. And he just got onto me and was like, "Do you want to book this band?" And I was like, "Yeah, they're amazing, of course." So that that just kind of like fell on my lap. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, so go to that. I think I'm going to just double check for you there. I think it is Saturday, the fifth of May. Yeah. It is, yeah. Saturday the 5th of May that's going to be awesome and then after that uh, oh yeah also in May New Valley Wolves on the 19th uh, amazing uh, kind of like kind of just like dirty kind of somewhat grungy kind of blues rock uh, from from Dublin um, these guys are, are, are going to be, yeah they're going to be fantastic we're really looking forward to it and that's that, that's Poor Relation as well both gigs in the Poor Relation tickets for both of those gigs at the Poor Relation will be available on the door and speaking of tickets 
right now Townlands Carnival has tickets available uh, tier 3 tickets and tickets for camper vans are now on sale at townlandscarnival.com lots of good stuff happening regarding Townlands Carnival and more announcements on the way in the next couple of weeks from townlandscarnival.com as well as Red FM so keep an eye to Red FM and redfm.ie for more news on the festival as it comes up Cormac thanks a million for coming out and coming out on the podcast you're very welcome that's all from this week's episode of Red on Red Cork's new music podcast from redfm.ie thank you very much for listening and if you like what you're hearing please take the time to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes share it on your social media and make sure and check out the artists featured online or at an upcoming gig if you'd like more Irish tunes please be sure and listen in to Green on Red on Sunday nights with Alan O'Donovan for the best of all that is Irish on Cork's Red FM 104 to 106 we'll leave you with a brand new track from Happy Alone as hand selected by Cormac himself and you're giving us a little bit of a scoop here are you? Uh, yeah I think uh, I think this will be the world premiere by the time this goes out on Wednesday exclusive on Red on Red uh, exactly absolutely this is no better setting this is one of the most exciting bands in Cork at the moment uh, the single is being officially released on Friday on all your major streaming platforms and what have you and uh, just keep an eye on them these guys these guys are awesome we've been doing a lot of work with them over the last couple of weeks uh, we've got a lot of cool stuff planned. We certainly will, and we'll be playing them more on the podcast coming forward. This is Happy Alone with Body Bags, and we'll talk to you next week.
This is the Red on Red podcast on redfm.ie. Terriers with Clean My Bones here on Red on Red, as selected by this week's guest, Cormac Daly. Hi. You... <laughs> Can we do that again? That was a weird sound. It's going in the blooper reel. This is pretty cool. It's going in the blooper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, three, two, one. 